There's a really good documentary on uh, Netflix. I think it's only just come on uh, last week. It's called The Social Dilemma. And I think it's worth watching. I, I, honestly, take some time out with your other half and watch it. It's It sort of feeds into what this podcast is and also could be and shouldn't be. A social Dilemma. It's yeah, the social dilemma, it, it, and it, it's it's very very good. It's it's all these mainly white, mainly nerdy, mainly uh, American people that coded every social network that you can imagine, and they've all worked with each other at different places. And they go, none of us are evil, but social media has given the world a polarizing view and has decided that rather than the center ground is the ground for compromise, for unity and working together for the common good. Uh, the centre ground is where you never meet. The centre ground is no man's land and everybody's one wing or the other. Both sides are evil. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's possibly true. You know, the rise of Trump and the rise of neo, neo, neo-Nazism, which is going to make the new Matrix film quite interesting. <laughs> Will he still be called Neo? <laughs> I don't know... Because in America, they've worked out that, you know, Democrats and Republicans always had the same best intentions and then they've sort of been pulled apart. I think in the UK, I've always fucking hated the Tories. I think, yeah, but I, don't, I think, we're, I think yeah, we're, we're, we're catching, or either America is catching this, us up, or we're catching America up in terms of the, it's just become very, uh, the polarisation of it is just growing ever, it's, it's just continuing to diverge. And you just wonder, is there ever going to be a point where like, they're going to hit like, you know, a five-a-side football pitch, right? Where you hit the ball towards, and eventually it's going to go towards the wall and the wall's going to bounce it back eventually yeah. at some point. Where you just wonder with with the political discourse, whether actually we're going to get to a point where it's going to hit the, hit the wall and it's going to start to come back in. I, I, I live in the faint hope that that will happen, but it's faint and it's hope rather than expectation. Well, personally, I've always been a centrist. I, I I can't remember which philosophy. Is that, is that is that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yes, it is. I am yeah, the centrist. centrist. The centrist. Yeah. He doesn't dress to the left or the right, just down the middle, with his balls caressing his. Um. Anyway, I, we'll, fin- we'll finish the trailer later. Yeah. Let's go. Um. I don't know which philosopher said it, but um, my mate Nick Wijerson, who used to be a late show chat show host on radio, he, he quite rightly points out a bird cannot fly with just one wing alone. It has to have a left wing and a right wing, and that's yeah. how it can fly yeah. straight and true. If it's biased on the left way or the right way, it goes in circles. And and that's how I've always tried to become a centrist and become a liberal centrist. So ever so slightly left, but I'd concede that some markets capitalism is needed to fuel progress, entrepreneurism, research and developments where there's a reward for your hard work at the end of it. But, you know, therefore, some things need to be in the national interest without profits because they are basic human need. All of this. It's not, I'm not unique. It's old as time. But my views are now seen as far left. And that's ridiculous. And is, is it far left right. because the left Isn't, has gone there or because no. right has gone so right? Why is... Surely I, I, should, have, I, I should have moved more centre. Yeah, you... That is because, based on cop political science, is that the, because everybody has now decided that you can't be 
left wing or right wing with a small L or a small R. You therefore we have to, everybody has to be labelled as well. If you're if you don't agree with me, if you're whether, not for, whether, you, if you're not for me, if you're you against are, me. You are far, you are far right or or sort of very right wing, not far right because that's different entirely. Very right wing or you're far left, which you know therefore you you've got to have no other policy other than asking for the return of bartering as a, as a means of yeah. of currency. So it's and it's like well we've, that's where the problem is. So all the sort of the cent- the moderates who are a little bit left of centre or a little bit right of centre, but are willing to kind of cross the divide when they think it's in the best interests of, of the nation or whatever, whichever nation it is. They've now moved so far away from it that they can't, they're not close enough to the divide ideologically to actually be able to make that one small step. A, a giant leap for the good of mankind. Who, who that, that's a quote. That, that'll catch on somewhere. But you know, they can't, they're so far, yeah, who, they're so far yeah. away from it now that they can't. And, and America is even worse because it, because of the way that the media is over there because they've got rid of the fairness doctrine and that was that. But then that was bad. If if we are going to the point of blaming media and to some extent social media, I'm not. I'm not blaming. No, them, no. But they have, but have been agents of yeah. of stoking those. But why? Uh, why the division? Divides. Why the division? I, I've never understood it. Why does it have to be us and them rather than we? Living in America, all you fucking hear about is we the people, because it's on the top of a document that's two hundred odd years old. Yeah, they've lost the sight of what it really means. Politics is... Nobody ever gets what they really want in politics because it is about compromise and give and take. And that although that means progress can often be slow, what you get instead is policies that only a small minority want and a virtual dictator then enacts. And that's what we're slowly getting to here. And a virtual uh, dictator. That sounds like somebody out of the Marvel universe to me. That does, yeah. No, virtual dictator CGI. was in the arcades in around uh, oh, 1997. Okay, yeah. Was that available on the Atari Lynx by any chance? I loved the Atari Lynx because you could play it if you were left-handed. <laughs> there, there was an option where you could flip it. And, oh, really? Okay, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it's it it is this. Yeah, because the the idea, the prism through which all of these things are looked at, is that that there's been a moral decline rather than progress and therefore what we need to do is try and literally reverse the you know the the, the travelator of life we don't want to go backwards to a time that we think where we think that everything was wonderful and that, you know that, everything was rosy in the never garden existed. And, it's never existed no, exactly it's a complete fallacy it does not exist it's legislative yes, there were times well, this is it. I mean, it's like, oh, you know, the swinging sixties and all. Yeah, all right. Yes, there were. There are good. There are good things and bad things in every era, in every decade, in every time period. It's like we had dinosaurs. Well, they great, wonderful swamp lands. You know, no chance of anybody getting stuck on the M twenty five at rush hour. But bloody hell, them dinosaurs. They ate everybody because they're all bloody carnivores. A lot of them are carnivores. So, ice age, no chance of global warming. But it was quite chilly, and you couldn't really go down to Crosby Beach because Crosby Beach didn't exist; it was all underwater. You know, you can you can you can see both sides of this of of that. Just to, to sort no, of no, have this, I, I, this, no. this this. I think I think that's the problem, though. With the truth, there are no two sides. Truth is absolute. Yes, the truth. The truth is the truth. There are no alternative facts. And I I know lots of people have said certain news organisations across the world have so achingly tried hard for balance 
that they've given platforms to people with abhorrent views. That'd be fine if we'd learnt the mistakes of the past and realised those abhorrent views were not welcome then and they're not welcome now, but we haven't. And what we've done is we've amplified those abhorrent views and said, well, there has to be two sides to this. There doesn't have to be two sides. I can't believe, going slightly off piece, but for a reason. So the FIA today are investigating yes. why yes. Lewis Hamilton wore a T-shirt saying, arrest the murderers of Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor. And they're going, he shouldn't have done that. For fuck's sake, read the room, you bunch of white guys in Paris. He's done nothing wrong. But for them to then say, we're investigating him, he's done nothing wrong. In fact, he's done everything right. The NFL kicked off again here in, in the US. And the other night at the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, they booed people taking the knee. And you're just going, what the hell is going on? What's going on? But that's, yeah, that is the, I mean, there's some great alternative lyrics to Marvin Gaye's 1971 iconic hit. Yeah, but don't and, forget. And in my opinion, one was, of the, great, the, uh, the greatest songs of all time. That was about, but, that was about climate change in 1971. Yes. Mercy, mercy me, parentheses, the ecology. That is what it the was ecology. called. Yeah. That's uh, Robert Palmer's fault for covering it. Yeah. And let's not what, forget, best... Marvin Gaye reignited his soul in Ostend in Belgium. Not many people can say they've done that. And then he was shot by his dad. Yeah. Reverend Gaye. So to bring, yeah, to bring it forward slightly and just say, well, just get the message. Electronic. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was the same year again, a very prescient year in terms of, you know, there's just, there's just too many broken hearts in the world. Too many dreams can be been broken, broken in two. two. So, but I won't give up the fight for you, world. He's advertising chocolate now, isn't he, Jason Donovan? Yes, it is, yeah, yeah. That that chocolate company that's now an official global partner oh, of Liverpool football. F- now. So <laughs> to see them doing that. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be one of these people. I know there are many out there who will just go Evertonians and other football fans who will just go, well, I'm not eating Cadbury's now because I, I could you know, I don't care if they're a global partner of Liverpool. I'm just thinking you have a moral responsibility, as far as I'm concerned, as a football club to go, right, hang on a minute. We're trying to trying to make people healthier. A lot of kids yeah. watch you know, our games and might be influenced if they see pictures of Andy Robertson or Mo Salah or what have you on, on the chocolate bar wrapper. But I, can, I can see where this is going, but the, the chocolate company that have done this have put the Liverpool branding on the wrong chocolate bar. They've made a dairy milk version for Liverpool FC, when after watching the Leeds game the other day, they should have made it a flake. Yes! Yes! Uh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I used to live 300 metres away from that chocolate factory, that literal chocolate factory in Birmingham before I moved oh, yes. to Los Angeles. So I, yes. I can talk with some yeah, yeah. bestowed knowledge of this. They're, they're up in arms in the Birmingham Mail because they're going, oh, they should have bloody put it in... I've lost the accent. Um, <laughs> they should have put Cadbury's onto the shirts of, say, Birmingham City or Aston Villa, yeah. or, rather than go straight to Liverpool first. But they can't put it on Aston Villa because Bourneville's South Birmingham, Aston is a small enclave of North Birmingham. North Birmingham, yeah. And although they are 
one of the most successful teams England has ever known. You would know that from the last 30 years of unsuccess. <laughs> but they are. They've won the European Cup. Man City haven't. Villa are a North Birmingham's team. They can't go for West Brom because West Brom are strictly out of the city. They're in the black country. And they can't go for Birmingham City because they're shit. Of course they're going to go with Liverpool. They're going to go with the, the biggest box office. Biggest box of chocolates office. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's, it's like... No, can't do it. <laughs> but unless we forget, I mean, in terms of, you know, companies supporting their locality, uh, of course, Aston Villa were sponsored at one stage by Rover. Yeah, so, great you success know, that. Great, great success. And again, Rover is based South Birmingham, so Rover should have backed... Bromsgrove Rovers, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. Stourbridge, or... Yeah. It's like, what... Do you want to see an Everton shirt with Vauxhall, Ellesmere Port on it? No, you don't. Well, that should be Tramme, really, to be honest. That would be Tramme. That should be them. Okay. uh, Do you want to see Everton with Tate and Lyle on the shirts? Because that was local, wasn't it? Well, that's more Cheshire, to be fair, Tate and Lyle. um... Didn't they have a sugar warehouse? Probably, probably, yeah. Yeah, 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 on the docks, yeah. 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 Yeah, but saying that, Hull City are now sponsored by Geocom. Are they? Yeah. Whereas in that case, then the government should just be sponsored by Pickle. Eric Pickles. Not Eric. <laughs> no, the dog from the 66 World yeah. Cup. No, just on the on the basis that that's what they're constantly in. But if Boris's government was sponsored by a Cadbury's chocolate bar, it would be fudge. <laughs> No, no. If if the Tory party were sponsored by Cadbury's, they'd be that uh, bar of chocolate that fell down the display stand in around 1979. And now, when you open it, yes, it's still edible, but it's a little bit, you know, it's it's very white and dusty on it. It's it's actually almost completely white. Mm. And it definitely wouldn't be made of dark chocolate. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you been eating out to help out? I don't know. Have I? Have I? No. Have I been eating out to help out? Uh, not well. I, I have done a few times. Yeah. Not. Not. I don't think I've done so in the last week. Oh no, I did. Hang on. No, I went out for breakfast last week on Friday. Yeah. What's this fucking um, Eastenders? Nobody goes out for breakfast. Yeah, I went out. Went out for uh, well, all right, brunch then. On a Friday. The, on Friday, yeah. You do realise brunch has to have alcohol involved. Oh. No, this wasn't. This was just a late breakfast then. It was in a in a cafe in um, Stockton Heath. It's a cafe that we've frequented many times, but the, and there was no difference, slightly disconcertingly, between the time this time in terms of the seating arrangements and all the times in 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 the before times, you know, um, when we could fr- go you know, freely and unfettered about our daily business. And that was that was slightly unnerving. So I was sat about eighteen inches from a table of six blokes, and I'm like. Mm, bit bit close there, Lance. This is this should have been. It was very very congested because coronavirus, like like far right nationalism, is is peaking all over the world right now, almost into that second wave. If if the uh, per ten thousand people goes up, the rates goes up. Un, un, well, and Brits blaming youth for eating out to help out and saying it's all your fault. That's why coronavirus is going up. No, what they're saying is, is is that the young people have not been observing social distancing, you know, when they're going out drinking and stuff or partying or what have you. 
And therefore, that is now why there is a rise of cases in those age groups. Now, well, I've seen Boris go into a fucking school with no mascot, go, blah, blah, blah. And now that school's closed down. Oh, well, then he's had coronavirus. I'm fully expecting within the next few days for Liverpool to be under a local lockdown. I, I, I think, and I think a lot of people are because there, it's been being warned about for the, about the past two weeks. I saw some footage that was at Concert Square on Saturday night, and it looked like Concert Square on a Saturday night. And for those of you who don't know where Concert, Concert Square is, smack in the Liverpool, middle of Liverpool city centre, a sort of it's right sort of in the centre of three main, three or four main streets that are just full of uh, bars and restaurants and all the rest. Matthew of it. Street's and around it, the corner and a little bit of a walk. Matthew Street's on the yeah. other side, of, on the other side of town. So Concert Square is at the, the north end of town, at this end of town. Is Concert than Matthew Square Street. near where Cream used to be? Yes, it is. So Concert Square, so that's that's Wollstonehome Square as yeah. was, which is a bit further down and and, a, and sort of a street or two over. I just remember doing skittle shots in a place in Concert Square. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, but Concert Square is and it's where it it's gets very complicated because it is because it's it's very much it's open air, but, but there are obviously large because this is Liverpool, so it does have a ten. It's the north of England, so it does have a tendency to rain a bit. So there is lots of covered areas, but. There's a lot of um, yeah. There was a, lot, a there were a lot of people there on 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 Saturday night. So of the foot as there is every Saturday night. So this doesn't altogether surprise me. But yeah, I mean, I think it's it's now almost become the entire northwest of England where there is this whacking great spike in cases because I think it's just been announced that Warrington is in danger of uh, it's got the sixth highest rate of cases in the country. Swedish so they're now going to start yeah. Swedish meatballs. So they're, they're, they've got a problem. So that'll probably end up getting... I think they're saying that they're going to stop people visiting or they're advising people to not visit. That's been that's been advised. Uh, Liverpool, I'm sure, is a matter of days behind that being the case here. Delightful for everybody. I, I might come over to Liverpool to quarantine because we've just got Bobcat Mountain fires here and sheriffs isn't that, and local isn't police that a, isn't officers that a sh- arresting journalists. So Bobcat Mountain fires, he's got a sale on, hasn't he? Yes, uh, and he was also very good in uh, Police Academy films. <laughs> uh, so don't, don't forget, um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm speaking from the west coast of America and it's uh, near the Pacific. You're uh, yes. uh, near the banks of the Mersey, uh, well, yes. near the old Littles building. Uh, whatever you do, if coronavirus does increase, if it does get worse, do not listen to your local radio station. It's shit. Uh, and, um, yeah, just let, let's all just pray that soon uh, Marc Francois will take his infinity gauntlet and click his f***ing fingers. So we're all good then. Oh, if he does it with his golden fist. Oh. If you enjoyed today's podcast, uh, please rate and review it because your rights and reviews send our missives hurtling up the podcast charts. So just, you know, give it five stars and stuff. Uh, and if you want to social, Mike? Yeah, you can get in touch at Top Content Pod on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And also, if you want to enable us to cause big trouble in Little China, or Little Trouble in Big China, more accurately, you can message us on TikTok because we're on there as well and we might actually look at it. Maybe. Maybe.